Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Community Solutions Podcast, where we inspire employees and entrepreneurs to improve their workplace culture. How do we do that? We do that by sharing real life experiences that produce practical and unifying solutions. I am your host, Kim the SME. I am so glad to be with you today. I hope you all have had a wonderful, wonderful week. Today's topic I am excited to talk about. I have definitely experienced it. The topic is qualified yet unchosen. Have you ever been qualified and not chosen? Can you go back to that time where you thought you had all of the qualifications and you were the best fit and you did not get that position? And this can be professionally or personally. I've been in that position before where I just really thought that I was next in line and I was not chosen. So let's get into it. So first, if you are new to the podcast, I always like to refer to the dictionary so that we all are on the same page with the definitions. So the Oxford Dictionary defines qualified as officially recognized as being trained to perform a specific job. You're basically certified. The Merriam-Webster Dictionary defines it as fitted for a given purpose, as by training, competent, having complied with specific requirements. Okay, so for all that they are asking, you have met those qualifications, whether it's a degree, whether it's the training, whether it's the software that you use. And I come from an accounting background, so software was very important with being qualified for a certain position because they didn't want to have to start training at such a um, basic level. They wanted you to already come in knowing the software, at least familiar with it, but still, you know, having enough time to catch you up with how that company or that industry has catered it to their company. So there's always going to be training that is involved or should be involved. But here's the thing. Just because you are qualified does not mean you're what they're looking for. It doesn't mean that you're the best fit. We've all applied for positions that we didn't get, right? That's understandable. But what I'm really focused in on and wanted to discuss with you today are those positions that we are very familiar with, that we have knowledge about, that we know that we are qualified we meet all of the expectations plus some because we, we understand the relationships. We understand who's involved. We understand some of the policies and procedures already, even though you may be in a different department, but you know the gist, right, of that position. It's much different than being an external uh, candidate or applicant. From that standpoint, being external, you don't know who your com competition is all the time. You don't know, and it's not really competition, but 
the other people applying for the position. So you don't know their work ethic or their job referrals or their experience. So you can't say, oh, okay, well, I have a better chance. A lot of times you don't even know who it is. But when we're talking about an internal position where, yes, there may be external candidates applying, but because you're basically the inside man or woman and you have that inside knowledge, you always think or hope that you are the best fit for the job. But what I have experienced and what I totally understand is that's not always the case. Even though we may feel that we're the best person for the job, that we are qualified, we may not get it. And there are a host of reasons why you don't get that position. What happens when you find out that although you believe you have the better hand, you do not get that position. You get called in the office or you get that phone call, that email saying that you were not chosen. And then you learn who was chosen. How do you handle that? What do you think? What goes across your mind? And I guess this is a personal experience for me. And, and chime in if you have experienced this as well, where the person that they did hire does not have the software knowledge or does not even have the experience for the position. Has that ever happened to you? What do you do? How do you respond when you are qualified and not chosen? I've already gone over what the definition of qualified is. But just because you meet those, is that, that does not mean that you are the best fit. It could be your personality. Maybe your personality does not fit with the department, even though you have those qualifications. What good is it to put someone in a position where yes, they have the knowledge, but they're not gonna be a good teammate to the people that are already there? So personality is a big factor. Maybe your appearance. Maybe you're used to dressing casual and everyone else in the department is business casual or more business. Maybe that's because they're in front of external clients or their customers come in the office and they want you to look more professional. Maybe it was your interview style. Maybe, maybe you had a bad interview or the, the, the way you answered those questions in the interview did not meet their standards or did not show your capabilities, your strong suits. There are other reasons why you were not chosen even though you were qualified. Maybe you have a history of calling off all the time. Will you show up late? See, what, what we all have to understand is that your reputation precedes you. You can't act one way and, how should I say it? You can't act one way, such as being nonchalant about 
not coming to work in time or calling off or leaving early or extended lunches. And even though no one says anything, please believe somebody sees it. And word spread just like on a, on a school playground. Rumor spread. People are talking about you, good and bad. It's not always bad. It could be good as well. But sometimes your reputation precedes you. So when the interviewers or the hiring managers are hiring somebody internally, they are speaking to the current supervisor or the current manager to see, okay, what type of person do we have here? Yes, the resume looks good. Yes, they they meet all of our expectations. But what are we missing? What's something outside of on this list that could be a deciding factor for this applicant? These are all things you have to think about. Just because there are reasons doesn't mean that they're always valid either. I know of someone who was turned down for a position because of how far they lived, even though they had been on time and had no issue with attendance or arrival or staying late. But because they lived farther away than everyone else, they didn't get the position. Some may say, no, there has to be something deeper than that. Well, possibly so, but that's the reason that she was given, which is my point. You can be qualified. You can meet all of their expectations, but they can always say that there's a specific reason why you don't get that position. Just or unjust. I would be curious to know what reasons you've been given that just didn't quite feel right, seem right, or just weren't valid at all. Maybe they want you to have better soft skills or more training, more certification. Maybe you didn't have as many referrals. I know that referrals and letters of recommendation are so important when going to a different position or looking for a promotion because that is someone vouching for you. So if you have not already, I always suggest and advise people to. Ask for a letter of recommendation from one of your managers or one of your peers that you have a great relationship with, that you've worked hard for, or they've complimented you in one way or the other. That will always help you when it goes so far. It goes a long ways in speaking for you. And it's an outside, you know, an outside voice. And see what happens is once you get so many of those, and hopefully it's from different companies, different departments, different people. They should be saying the same thing. They should be all in alignment. Mine all say that I'm a great team player, that I take lead, I take charge, I'm organized. I meet deadlines because that's what I'm known for. I'm What I do at one company is what I do everywhere. That's who I am. The saying is, how you do one thing 
is how you do everything. And that's just how I am. And that's, those are my expectations as well. I would, I would really prefer the same thing in return. But these are all things that I wanted to talk to you about. Maybe you're used to working from home. And you don't want to go in the office or the questions that you were asking in the interview process. In the interview, you were asking, what, what days can I work from home? Or can you telecommute? Can you work remotely? However you want to word it, you are showing that you prefer not to be in the office. Yes, some people still look down on that. And if they do, and if that is really what you want, then be glad that you were made aware of that up front. Because there are certain things that you have to make sure that are in alignment with what you want. Do you want to relocate? No, I absolutely do not. Especially if you have children. No, I'm not interested in relocating at this time. So when you are asked questions, you have to make sure that that's really what you're standing on and you're willing to not obtain that position based on that. Is there a language barrier? That's a whole nother reason why you can be qualified but not hired. And I speak about that in in one of my previous episodes about how I've seen managers, hiring managers, look at resumes and look at the names. And if they have a difficulty pronouncing it, they just automatically trash it. Is that right? Is it legal? I'm not saying any of that. I'm, I'm, I'm saying it's wrong, period. But I've seen it. So is there a language barrier if when they call you for the interview, and they have to keep asking you several times, what did you say? They have to also think about their customer. They also have to think about the vendors or your teammates, or is your position gonna be mostly over the phone? So again, you can be qualified and not chosen. I can't wait to tell you all about the experience I had, but I'm trying to give you all of these different reasons and scenarios so that you can see from someone else's perspective. I'm not sure if you're a hiring manager. I'm not sure if you're, if you're a team lead or a supervisor or an employee or someone who is looking for a job, someone who's in the job market. These are all things for you to be aware of, to be cognizant of. And use some of these to your to your benefit. Is your salary too high? Is your salary requirements too high? Maybe not to your standards. I'm not saying that not to your extent standards, but to theirs. That could be the reason why you are not chosen. Do you have any health ailments? Any health conditions they should be worried about? Are you 
Are you going to be out? Are you going to need surgery? I'm not saying it's right. I'm not saying it's legal or anything, but these are things that may cost you that opportunity. That's just like if it's a standing position and you're unable to stand that that long. It's their discretion. There are rules and laws that protect these positions and these employees. But you have to wonder, you have to think about that. And it could be for safety reasons. It may not be best for someone with certain conditions to, to handle certain things. If you have a shaky hand, you wouldn't be the best at being a surgeon. Right? There's also times when the person who you were expecting to hire you may no longer be at the company. So, yes, you are qualified. Qualified, you could have been so close to getting that position, but there were some unforeseen circumstances where they had to change their mind, or maybe there was a hiring freeze. I know someone else that will apply for positions within their company. And then, as soon as they're told that they're very interested and would like to hire them, it never follows through. It is never transferred over. That person is never hired for that position because they say, oh, there's a hiring freeze or we, your department needs you in that role for right now. There's other times where you can be qualified and not chosen because your manager won't sign up. Your current manager won't sign off on it. Because you're such a great employee that they know it would take a loss on them. They would experience a loss if you left. You are such a valuable asset that they want you there. They don't want you to get promoted. It's more about them. That is another way where you can be qualified and not chosen. How about retaliation? How about retaliation? Maybe you had an issue with your, or a challenge, I'll say, with your current manager, and now position opens up in your department, but because, because your meeting didn't go so well with them, you all had a disagreement that now they may hold that against you to where you can't get that position. Now, I'm telling you this because I'm speaking from experience. Again, I am Kim the SME. I am always speaking on my experiences, SME. It's happened to me. It's happened to me. And I'm thankful that I went through it because now I can share my experiences with you all now. It's always best to learn from someone else's experiences or at least be mindful of it, be aware of it, 
so that you know that it could happen or it's a possibility or it's out there, right? But it's happened to me. I had a disagreement with my manager. And the person above me ended up getting let go, right? She was terminated. That position was open. I knew that position. She was gone for, that position was open for maybe eight months, six to eight months. And I covered that position. So I did my position and that position. I know a lot of people will think I am so crazy for doing two positions, but it came so natural to me. Because whatever my gift is making things more efficient. I'm not sure if you recognize what your gift is or if it's as awkward as mine or corny, however you want to word it, but that is my gift. I make things more efficient. So as I'm doing my work and doing this other position's work, a senior position's work, I'm finding ways to save time, minimize steps, and still have quality work. Still have it meet audit standards. Still within accounting guidelines and principles and all of that. So I'm actually saving the company money. But my point is that I handled this role plus mine for many months. And I interviewed for the position and did not get it. How was I supposed to feel about that? How would you feel about that? If you've done the role for many months, and I want to say it was between six and eight months that I handled this. And this is in the accounting field where we have month in close, but we have to stay longer, longer days throughout the month. And I handled it and I did a great job and I did not get the position. And I knew at the interview that it wasn't going to go well after I showed up and the manager says, basically, okay, well, let's get this over with. That kind of set the tone for the rest of the interview, but I was still sharp. I was still rest. I still, you know, stated everything that I have done and had knowledge of and was familiar with and, you know, had already completed and I did not get it. They hired someone else. They hired someone externally, meaning that this person did, was not familiar with our policies, was not familiar with our unique software any of them because we had multiple. Had they been in the accounting field? Yes. Were they knowledgeable? Were they smart? Yes, she was very smart. So guess what? You're coming from the outside and you have no knowledge of the software or the policies, or what's needed every single month or every week, or the deadlines, or the reports, who trains them? Yes. 
I was told to train her. I was told to train them for that position, even though I had been doing it. And I have to be honest, I was hurt. I was hot. I was hot. I was livid. I was hurt. And I did it. <laughs> and I did it. Because I had, because I had those disagreements prior with my manager, I knew that this was an ongoing battle. And because the way I'm built, because the way God made me, and I don't quit, I don't give up, I push through, I try to get my point across, I try to get understanding. And I'm not saying that in a, in a disrespectful manner at all. But I need clarity and I need understanding. And I know that the truth will prevail. But how far do you go? I know. I know many people would have quit a long time ago. I know that many people would not have taken on the extra responsibility. I know that. I know that many of you would not have trained someone to handle the position that you already had knowledge of. But then there are people that do. People like me, people who are qualified, yet not chosen. When, when my kids say standing on business, you talking about standing on business? I was standing on business. I was standing on business. And I made sure that everyone understood what was going on. It's very important to document. And like I said, we had history. And so that was necessary. Now, how, how do you treat the person that you're supposed to train? It's not their fault. They just came in on the middle of it. And so I did. I became the bigger person. I trained her. And I did a great job. I did such a great job. Believe this. I did such a great job that she asked me, him. You know all there is about this position. Every question I ask you, you have an answer for. You have communicated it thoroughly. I totally understand. And I don't understand why you didn't get this position. Why are you training me instead of you being in this position? I don't understand. What would you have said to that? How would you have responded? to that would you have you know gave her all the juice and 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 poured your heart out over what had happened and how you were done wrong and all this i didn't do that i didn't do that because what good is that because now that's i'd rather her see for herself i'd rather not have to say anything and let her see
what would you have done? So all I told her was, I don't know. You'd have to ask them. I applied, but I didn't get the position. So now it's something that's going across her mind. I wonder what happens. Let, I let her think about that. I let her ask the manager questions. I never spoke bad about the situation. I held my head high and I knew that I'll be victorious. I'll get what's mine. And I know, again, I know many of you are saying, that's way too much. It's only a job. It was my name. It was about my name. How far do you go to protect your name? I go all the way up. And so, yes, I reported it. I went to HR and spoke to the CEO. And, you know, I've, I've had different, different experiences. But so what actually ended up happening was, and it may have been maybe nine months or a year or so down the line. I think she really just had, I think the high, the new hire that, that I was training, I think she just had questions and felt uneasy. And now she was concerned about, okay, how does she grow in the company? Does she want to grow at the company? What are they really doing behind the scenes? So now she has doubts. And so what ended up happening is she ended up leaving. She ended up leaving, but guess what? Before she left the job, she wrote me three letters of recommendations. She wrote me one for uh, within the department, one within the same company, but outside of the department. And then she wrote me one for um, outside of the company externally. Can you believe that? And I've kept them all. She signed them all. She emailed me and she, she explained to me, she said, I didn't, I don't understand what happened, but you are the best trainer. You have so much knowledge. I thank you for all that you've done. You didn't have to do it. I don't know many people that would have. I've already had my exit interview and I've told them exactly how I felt about all of this. And it seems like they're doing you wrong. But here goes three letters of recommendations. And I hope this helps you. And I hope now that you'll get this position. Can you believe that? You have to believe. Yes, you may be qualified and you may not be chosen, but you will. Know that what's for you will be for you. Every time. Every time. My intuition told me that I was going to get that position. And that manager ended up getting fired. 
And she was replaced with another manager within the company that was wonderful. That was wonderful all the way around. And I am so thankful. But I am doing this episode to let you know that you can be qualified and you can be unchosen and that it can be for your good. Don't get upset when you're not chosen. Because number one, know that you were chosen by birth. You are here for a reason. You are here for a reason. And no one can ever take that away. No, no one can ever take that away. And if, if you're a believer, you would know that no weapon formed against you shall, shall prosper. Which means that if it's for you, it will be yours. It may not be in your timing or in your liking, but it will be there. Sometimes it's for protection. Sometimes you can be qualified and not chosen for something because it's for your protection. It's for your good. It's so you won't get hurt. Maybe it's for your availability. You were not chosen for that position so you can have a better one that's going to open up along the way. Or maybe because you're going to be moving and don't even realize it yet. Your steps are already ordered. There's things that's working behind the scenes that we don't know. But it's for our good. So be aware and be mindful and be careful about how you respond in these situations. I'm not saying be quiet, but I'm saying you don't have to be disrespectful or you don't have to be um, rude or violent or angry about it. Yes, I will speak up, definitely speak up. But understand that, okay, if this is happening, it's for a reason. Something better lies ahead. And see, where some of you go wrong, and I've done it too, is that when you're going through something, it's so easy to quit. It's so easy to give up. It's so easy to, let me just remove myself from this. But what happens is you're not building that muscle that you're going to need later in life. Had I not gone through all of that, had I not had to challenge my manager on multiple occasions and escalated up and humble myself and train someone, all this part is a, is a part of being, becoming a leader. All of this prepared me for being able to share it with you or anyone who else is going through this. You are qualified. You were born chosen. Just because they didn't pick you doesn't mean you aren't chosen. Please know that. Please understand that. Please accept that. Please be thankful for it. I promise you it's for your good. And this message is not just for your professional life. If this is your first time listening to me and listening to my episode or my podcast, 
my whole mission is unity. My whole mission is addressing issues in the workplace because we spend so much time there by creating a positive work environment. We are creating a positive space everywhere we go. We're not bringing that baggage home. We're not um, bleeding it off into our customers and to our vendors. If we can resolve the issues within our workplace, our entire place will be filled with peace. I promise you. When you think about it, we spend so many hours in the workplace, especially if you're working overtime. And the commute going and the commute coming home, we're spending more time with these strangers or these coworkers than we do with our own families. And many times that brunt is brought home and you could try to cleanse yourself on the way home. You can try to meditate your way out of it, but it's, you're not always cleansed from it. You're not always cleansed from the workplace if it's a horrible environment. And so what I try to do is to inspire the employees at all levels to do the small things to create your own environment better. Because by improving your own environment, you're improving everyone else's. I'm here to also let you know that change will not always come from the top. Change can come from anywhere you are. It does not always have to come from the top and trickle down. We can make the top change. So please remember that. Please apply that immunity, K-I-M, is based off of karma, intuition, and mindfulness. Karma, if we treat people how we want to be treated, as the baseline. Yes, there is such a thing as the platinum rule, where you treat people how they want to be treated. Well, how can you apply that if you don't even know them? You can't treat them how they want to be treated. You don't know them. So the real solution, the real solution with souls in mind is to treat people how you want to be treated. I use your intuition. The I stands for intuition. Use all of your senses. Use your intuition and mindfulness. Understanding that everyone does not come from your same background. Everyone has different lived and unlived experiences. It is very important us, for us to understand that and to be aware of it and to take that into consideration and to extend grace and empathy. By applying those three elements, karma, intuition, and mindfulness, we can create that unity. We can create that better work, workplace environment we can improve our relationships. And you can be qualified and not chosen in your personal life. How many people have been engaged and it has been broken off? 
or in a relationship and then it falls off. Because yes, you may have been qualified. You may have met all the checks and balances that were on the other person's list. But it does not mean that you were chosen. That just means that you weren't the fit for them or they weren't the fit for you and that's okay. That means your better is there. Your better is out there. Your better is on the way. Now I've spoken about being qualified and not chosen, but Let's get into how about being unqualified and chosen. Have you ever have you ever picked somebody that you shouldn't have picked? Have you ever picked somebody because of what you thought they can do instead of what they were actually qualified for? Like you were thinking ahead, you were saying, "Oh, you you have so much potential." But that potential is the future qualified as now. You see? Personally, professionally, professionally, there's people all the time who are being hired just because of who they know. It does not mean that they are qualified. They are chosen, yes, but they are not qualified. And hiring somebody who is unqualified for a position is detrimental to a department, to a company, to the environment, to the culture. I mean everything. Because when someone is hired or put in a position that they're not qualified for, then the slack falls on the department. The employee morale decreases. Sometimes the workload shifts. And now they're questioning you, the manager or the leader, as in, why did you even hire this person? We were doing better without this, this position even being filled. What were you thinking? So now they're questioning you and your thought process and your leadership skills. What were you thinking? And hey, everybody makes mistakes. We know that. We know that everybody makes mistakes. It's about how you correct them. It's about how did you get there? When you realize it, what are you going to do? Are you going to keep kicking the ball down the line? Or are you going to re rectify it? Your customers get impacted as well when you are hiring someone that's not qualified. You will start to see the, the team change. People that were never calling off will start calling off or calling out. Deadlines will be missed and the entire department will be or feel like they are held accountable. Or that they failed. You will have good people, good employees, good staff quit because of the extra weight that you put, put on them 
or the in consideration, who else could have had that position that was more qualified? You are disrupting the team and the company when you choose someone that is unqualified. Please keep that in mind. Please know that everyone's watching. Please know that your team sees and questions what you do, even though it's not verbally to you. It's in their own thought process. Understand that. But to all of you who have been qualified and not chosen, know that better is ahead. Know that you can't control other people's decisions, but it will be made right. It will be made right. And know that you can't leave the battlefield every time. Sometimes you have to go forward. You have to push through. Tesla Figaro, I love her. She says, push the line. Sometimes you have to push the line. You have to let know, let it be known when injustice has occurred, how injustice has occurred, how you've been wronged. There's, there's a lot of steps that you can take. If that has been your experience, but know that again, just because they didn't choose you does not mean you are not chosen. Thank you all. This was very therapeutic for me because it took me back there. And now I can look back and be like, I did that. I questioned it then. I thought about quitting. I didn't. I thought about not sharing my information. I thought about not training her. I thought about giving her half the information. But I'm glad about the choices I made because that's an example of who I am. And now I have three documents to prove that. And here I am on another journey, sharing my experiences with you to help you, to inspire you, to encourage you personally and professionally that. You are here for a reason and you are qualified and you are chosen. Thank you for tuning in to Community Solutions Podcast. I'm hoping that you save this, share this with someone you know have experienced some of the scenarios that I provided today. Like it, star it, comment. Let me know how you feel. Give me some feedback. And here's one thing I'll do. If you stuck through this far, DM me. I'll say the third person that DMs me and tells me about an experience they had where they were qualified yet not chosen, I will send you a t-shirt. DM me with your experience and your size, 
and I will reply back requesting your your address and I will um, email you, excuse me, I will mail you out a t-shirt that says connected, okay, with the K. Connected with the K. It looks like this, if you can see it. Because I, I'm thankful for you. And I want this to be a conversation. Okay? Thank you again. I will see you next time. Peace, blessings, and love.